Welcome to Zichud Daf Simani. I'm Rabbi Avram Goldhar, and today we're in Masechus Pesachim Daf Gimel. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, after bringing up rice from the Academy of Shmuel, which used the wording of Lele for night, the Gemara asks why our Tanin didn't use the word Lele as well. The Gemara answers Elishn Ma'al Yehudinakin. The Tanin used a refined expression, as Rabbi Yishuv Ben Levi taught. A person should never omit a coarse expression from his mouth. For we see that the Torah deviated by adding eight letters so as not to express a Dabra Maguna. As it says in the Pasuk, From the animals that are Tahor and from the animals that are not Tahor. By writing that are not Tahor rather than just Tameh, the Torah demonstrates the importance of refined speech. Rashi explains that the Gemur doesn't mean that the word night is coarse, but rather, just as Rabbi Yeshua and Levi says that one should not use a coarse expression, so too our tongue used the word or, which is a nice way of saying the word night. Point number two, after the Gemara recorded a number of instances in which the Torah avoided using the word Tameh, the Gemara asks, And is the word Tameh not written in the Torah? The Gemara answers that wherever the coarse expression and its more refined substitute are equal in length, then Torah uses the more refined expression. And wherever the more refined expression is longer, the Torah uses the more concise expression. This is in accordance with that which was said in the name of Rav, and some say that Rav said in the name of Rimeir, A person should always teach his Talmud in a concise manner. And point number three, the Gemara brings a number of incidents to demonstrate the importance of using refined language. There are three Kohanim who had each received the share of the Lechem Opanim. One said, he received a portion the size of a bean. The second one said he received a portion the size of a kazais. The third one said he received a portion the size of a lizard's tail. They investigated the lineage of the third one and they found a shem's psul, a psul in his yichuz. The Gemara asked how an acting kohen could be investigated if he's unfit, since Kohanim are checked for disqualifications in the yichuz before they serve, and offers two reasons. One answer is to say instead, shachat's psul, meaning that he displayed some disqualifying arrogance. Since he disparaged the offerings when he spoke, he's unfit to serve. The second answer is that here his Yichus was checked again because he had compromised himself. Rashi explains that the way he spoke indicated that he had not been checked out properly in the first place, and therefore a new investigation was required. So once again, the three points are number one. After bringing up rice from the Academy of Shmuel, which used word Lele for night, the Gemara asks why our Tana didn't use word Lele as well. The Gemara answers, Lishna Ma'al Yehudanaka. The Tana used a refined expression, as Rabbi Shubin Levi taught, a person should never omit a coarse expression from his mouth. For we see the Torah deviated by adding eight letters so as not to express a Dabra Maguna. As it says in the Pazak, From the animals that are Tahor and from the animals that are not Tahor. By writing that are not Tahor rather than just Tameh, the Torah demonstrates the importance of refined speech. Rashi explains that the Gemara doesn't mean that the word night is coarse, but rather that just as Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said that one shouldn't use a coarse expression, so to our Tana used the word or, which is a nice way of saying the word night. Point number two, after the Gemara recorded a number of instances in which the Torah avoided using the word Tameh, the Gemara asks, And is the word Tameh not written in the Torah? The Gemara answers that wherever the coarse expression and its more refined substitute are equal in length, the Torah uses the more refined expression. And wherever the more refined expression is longer, the Torah uses the more concise expression. This is in accordance with that which was said in the name of Rav, and some say that Rav said that in the name of Rabbi Meir, A person should always teach his Talmud in a concise manner. And point number three, the Gemara brings a number of incidents to demonstrate the importance of using refined language. There were three Kohanim who had each received the share of the Lechem Apanim. 
One said he had received a portion the size of a bean. The second one said he received a portion the size of a kazayas. The third one said he received a portion the size of a lizard's tail. They investigated the lineage of the third one and found a shemitz psul, a psul, in his yichos. And they were asked how an acting Cohen could be investigated if he's unfit since Kohanim are checked for disqualifications in the yichos before they serve and offers two reasons. One answer is to say shachetz psul, meaning that he displayed some disqualifying arrogance. Since he disparaged the offerings when he spoke, he's unfit to serve. The second answer is that here is Yichas was checked again because he had compromised himself. Rashi explains that the way he spoke indicated that he had not been checked out properly in the first place and therefore a new investigation was required. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Duff Gimel and our standard Simmer Duff Gimel is a Gamal, a camel. So here goes. The camel ride trip in the Not-Tahor Animal Zoo, with the Rebbe who concisely called them Tame, was a great success, except for the kid who complained the box lunch they gave him looked like a lizard's tail. Once again, in slow motion. The camel ride trip camel, that must be more on Duff, Gimel. The camel ride trip in the Not-Tahor Animal Zoo, which reminds us that the reason the Tani used the word or instead of Lele is Lishna Ma'alya who did not get. The Tani used a refined expression, as Rabbi Yishub and Levi taught, A person should never admit a coarse expression from his mouth, for we see that the Torah deviated by adding eight letters so as not to express a Dabra Maguna, as it says in the Pasuk, Mina Behema Tahor, Umina Behema Asher, and Nena Tahora, from the animals that are Tahor and from the animals that are not Tahor. So the camel ride trip in the Not-Tahor Animal Zoo, with the Rebbe who concisely called them Tame, which reminds us that wherever a coarse expression and its more refined substitute are equal in length, Mishtah the Torah uses the more refined expression, and wherever the more refined expression is longer, Mishtah the Torah uses the more concise expression, which is in accordance with that which was said in the name of Rav, and some say that Rav said in the name of Rebbe Mer, Lohom Yashana Adam Talmido Der Katsara, a person should always teach his Talmud in a concise manner. So the camel ride trip in the Not-Tahor Animal Zoo, with the Rebbe who concisely called them Tame, was a great success, except for the kid who complained the box lunch they gave him looked like a lizard's tail, which reminds of the incident where the Cohen referred to his portion of the Lechem upon him as the size of a lizard's tail, and he was discovered to have a Shemitz Psul, a Psul, in his yichas. So once again, the camel ride trip in the Not-Tahor Animal Zoo, with the Rebbe who concisely called them Tame, was a great success, except for the kid who complained the box lunch they gave him Looked like a lizard's tail. All right, so now it's time for a four blot back chazora, but being that we're not yet at four blot, we'll do chazora on daf base. So the sim for daf base is a bias, is a house. Here goes. The house, house, that must mean we're on daf base. The house is filled with people searching for chametz with candles, which reminds us. The opening mission of the Masechta begins, Or la'abas are botkmes chametz or in there. The night of the 14th of Nisan, we search for the chametz by the light of a candle. Rashi explains that the bidika is done so one does not transgress the prohibitions of Bal Yura or Bal Yamatsa. You may not see chametz in your possession, and you may not find chametz in your possession. The Gemara begins by asking, my or, what is the meaning of or? Rav Huda says, nage, it means light, which the Gemara presently understands to mean daytime. And Rav Yudah says, lele, it means night. Rashi explains that according to Rav Huna, one would begin the bidika when it begins to get light in the morning of the 14th. A candle is used because the sky is mostly dark at that time. The Gemara poses several challenges to each position. So the house is filled with people searching for chametz with candles, as the light of the stars shone brightly, which reminds us the Gemara challenged Rabbi Huna from the Pasuk, Ha'u kokoch ve'or, praise him all the stars of Or. This apparently means all the stars which appear at night, and therefore we see that Or means night. The Gemara answers the Pasuk means Ha'u kokoch ha'me'irim, praise him all the stars that give light. The Gemara asks that even the stars that do not give light should praise the Gosh Baruch Hu, and explains that really all the stars do give light. Rather, the Pesach means to teach 
that the light of the stars is also called or. This is relevant in regard to if someone made a neder, not to benefit from or, it would be forbidden to him to benefit from the light of the stars. So the house was filled with people searching for comets with candles as the light of the stars shone brightly over a king that danced joyously outside, which reminds us the more challenge would be Huda from the Pasuk, I had said, only darkness will shadow me, but the night became or around me. Rashi explains that David Amalek thought that he would die in the darkness of his troubles, but then night became day for him and his troubles disappeared. Since or is contrasted with night, it seemingly means day. The Gemara answers that what David Amalek meant was, I had said, only darkness would shadow me in the world to come. Which is analogous today. But now, even in this world, which is analogous to night, has become light around me. Rush explains that David expected it would be dark for him in Om Haba because of his sin with Basheva. In the end, even Om Hazeb became light for him when it was shown that he was forgiven in front of his detractors when the doors of the base of Migdash would not open until Shalom Melch mentioned that they should open in the merit of David. Therefore, the meaning of the word or here does not mean day, but rather light. All right, now it's time to conclude our pop quiz. Typically, we'd be 10 questions, but at this point, we'll have six questions. Here we go. Which stuff do we learn that the Torah goes out of its way to use a refined expression, even though this means adding letters to the Torah? That's on Duff. Gimel. Good. Number two. Which stuff do we learn is what the meaning of the word or is if it means night or day? That's on Duff. Bays. Good. Number three. Which stuff do we learn that David Melk felt that his night became light? When it was shown to his detractors that he was forgiven, that's on Duff. Base. Good number four. Which Duff did learn that a Rebbe should teach his Talmud Belushan Katsar with a concise language? That's on Duff. Gimel. Good. Number five. Which Duff did learn that one who took a netter not to benefit from light would be forbidden to get Hana from the light of the stars? That's on Duff. Base. Good. Number six. Which stuff did we learn about the incident where Cohen's coarse expression led to the discovery of a psul in his yichus? That's on Duff. Gimel. Excellent. So that concludes our pop quiz. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichur. Wishing you a great day and great learning.